stop, 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 This one's dedicated to those in the cage who feel they underpaid and want to get a raise. Let me set the stage and lay out the place. Simple steps to follow to navigate the maze. First thing you need to know is your value. Can your company just go with or without you? If that answer is no, then you got juice. Congrats, here's a toast. Let's move the spot too. Second thing you need to know is your environment. Is it cool or slippery slopes that you sliding in? It's imperative for this idea you decide to pitch. You got one who you riding with that could provide a lift. Third thing coincides with the first thing. Make sure you document and you got proof of what you're saying. Cause if they ask for proof and you don't have it, that's the worst thing. Might as well put the whole plan in the dirt grade. Understand what the position is earning. That's the step that will determine if this is worth it. Once you made it this far, then you're submersed in. Now it's the time to talk to someone in person. Set the meeting for an open conversation. Let them know you want to talk about your compensation. Bring every document your argument is based in. You got what you need for productive communication. Every time you talk, make sure you look at their faces. Increase every R with the people giving the raises. Once the dialogue is complete, make sure you're gracious. Ask to do a follow-up meeting and set the dates then. The last step is control and you should take it. You put a lot of effort into this. You made a statement. It's time you will never get back, so never waste. Right. Make sure you're spinning it with those who see it through the same lens Nine steps with this last one will make ten Circle back to know your value, let's get it baked in Don't set yourself up for the lose-lose I wanna see you win-win Confident thoughts for your engine Yo, welcome to the newest episode of Stocks and Bars You know who I am, I am your host Extro And we're gonna kick this right off properly Last two episodes, we talked about the stock market, how I got involved, and we also talked about how to involve yourself in the stock market, some common pitfalls and all of that. What I want to do with my podcast is I want to be able to empower you and I want you to feel like a better you. Just a lot of self-improvement techniques. And this week, I'm going to actually change it up a little bit and I'm going to talk to you about how to know your worth. This is essential for a lot of people because not everybody's going to get involved in the stock market. Some people just have a level of apprehension that's just too high for them to clear that hurdle. And that's sad because I think anybody can do this. However, I do understand that everybody can't do everything and that's okay. For that type of person who's going to be in the field, you need to be able to understand what your value is and what you bring to the table. So I want to help you understand how to negotiate a raise. This is taboo for a lot of people, myself included, because when I was one of those worker bee type guys, I never really reached out to try to get more for myself. I just kind of accepted what I was given. It was just happy with that. And that's the mindset that a lot of people take when it comes to their jobs, because they should be grateful for their job. They should be 
you know, just over the moon when they have a position with a company. I want you to dead all of that because that is a dying mentality. You are not designed to be at a place of employment for eons and eons and get not your value out of that position. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to understand that you have a higher value. So let's kick off how we're going to do this. If you're in a position where you understand that you have a value, you have to know what that value is. So the first step of all this is you have to know your worth. Okay, you got to know if you're valuable and you got to know if you bring something to the table. You have to do a self analysis on yourself on what your position entails. You have to know what that position is and what you bring to that position not what that position requires because that position itself can have anybody in it. But why are you the person that is in that position? And what do you bring to that position that that position doesn't necessarily call for? So if you go above and beyond and you know it and you can validate it, you do have an exceeded value. If you understand that part, then you can definitely move on to the next step. The next step of this process is you have to know your current environment. What that translates to is you have to have an established relationship with the people that you need to talk with. you got to have a relationship with your manager. You just have to have an overall positive work environment because you don't want to definitely pitch this. <laughs> in a terrible environment. Like if you've been causing chaos or it's just some turmoil in the department, that's just not the positive environment that you need on your side to help you with this process. Timing is essential. You have to understand your environment. The next step to this process is going to hit kind of towards the first step, which is keep a record of your accomplishments. When I first started this, um, I did not do that, but I encourage you to keep a record of what you do. You can say all you want. However, you've got to be able to validate that. You've got to prove that because some people may have zero idea of what you do. And you got to be able to say, this is what I do. One, two, three, four, five, and so forth. You have to be able to say, this is who I am. This is what I bring to you if you don't know it by now. And this is why I am at the table in front of you now. All of this is going to come together. The fourth step is also going to tie back to knowing your worth, which is to research your value. The Internet is the best tool in the entire universe to help you understand you do have value. There are definitely dedicated sites to help you know what that value is. There's salary.com. There's a whole litany of tools at your disposal if you just simply do a Google search. And you can use these tools for free. A lot of them. There are some out there that can get a little bit deeper and give you an analysis. But for the most part, 
there are a lot of them that are free. And the one that I've used in the past that's helped me is payscale.com. That's a free account. You can set that up, put the criteria in, and it'll give you a detailed report on what your potential value could be. That's the fourth step as far as this process goes. Once you have one, two, three, four, the next step that you need to do is start that conversation. You got to start that conversation. You know your value. You know the environment that you're in. You have all the records, or at least most of them, that you want to be able to discuss if you need to. Now you need to be able to sit down with the people who are going to be able to help you get to that goal that you want to reach. So once you start that conversation, you got to be able to follow up on that conversation because trust me, it's not in there. <laughs> it's not in there, you know, top five things to do throughout their day. They have to be able to do what they need to do. You got to do what you got to do. A lot of emphasis is going to be on you. You have got to own this process because they're not going to give you anything if you do not ask for it, be prepared to go to bat for yourself. And this is also going to tie back to knowing your environment. You got to have somebody in your back corner, too. And that's why it's great to have a positive relationship. You need that extra push to help. Yes, so-and-so is doing what they say. And that's going to help you out tremendously. So once you start that conversation, remember to always follow up. And what I would recommend doing is when you're in that conversation to set a scheduled date to follow up for when you can have that follow up. And that's critical because that continues to own that process to say, you know, thank you for the time. When do you feel comfortable that we could be able to follow up on this? Set a date. Boom. Done. You follow up. Once you've done all of that, you've got to be prepared to understand what that result is going to be. And you've got to have a strategy for both sides of that coin. What if you get it and what if you don't get it? And this is also critical because this is really going to hammer home what your value is. Are you prepared to walk away from this position if they do not value you? Some people aren't ready to do that. Some people are. And I'm not saying that it has to be, you know, give me what I want or I leave. You have to have an exit strategy because if you are now in a situation where you understand that your value that you bring to the table is not valuable to them, then what value do you bring? <laughs> you know, so it's going to reveal something one way or the other where you come to an understanding on what you bring to the table. And I think it's very important to have an exit strategy for if you are told no, how are you going to deal with that? And those are the steps that I can tell you that I've used personally for my negotiations. So I'm going to wrap this up with just showing you my experience in dealing with asking for a raise. In my situation, I started working for a company and when I started working for that company, I was told that, hey, if you do great, this company will take care of you. OK, I left things alone based on that premise that if I work hard 
that they will take care of me. Year one, I work hard. I got a raise. I didn't blink ask any questions whatsoever because I went on that principle of if I do well, they'll take care of me. Year two, I do well. I got a raise. It was an okay raise. And for the record, an okay raise is typically, you know, three to 5% a year. And I was, you know, within that range. Once again, didn't question anything. Went on the premise of if I do well, they'll take care of me. Year three, I do exceptional. I get a raise. That raise is not what I thought it would be for doing exceptional because if I do well, they'll take care of me, right? So I began to question years one and two <laughs> because I know what I did this year. However, that doesn't really equate to what I feel like I should get because I got equivalent to what I got year one in year two. The math doesn't add up. What I do is I start to make sure that I have everything documented from that point on, because like I said, I wasn't good at documenting stuff like that. I went back to the human resources manager at the time and I brought to them what I had was my findings. And I sat down with them and said, hey, you just want to open the door to talk about, you know, my compensation and just want to have a general conversation about it. We began the talking, you know, I was talking about what my findings were and they said, oh, yeah, we could we could talk about it. I'm glad we were sitting down about it. So conversation seemed very open, very, you know, willing to give me what I want. We left that conversation there. I said, OK, we can follow up at, you know, this point. So a week pass and, you know, he meets me in the hallway, decides to tell me that what I had as my value did not match what their research showed was for my value. And at that time, they were going to decline what I brought to the table. And I said, OK, I appreciate it. And I left that one with the exit strategy of being humble. I came back to the table about a year and a half later when they offered me another raise, which this time they actually gave me a bigger bump. Is that coincidence or is it not? <laughs> they gave me a bigger bump. I looked at that and you know what I did? I actually declined that bigger bump. And you're going to look at me like I'm crazy, right? Because the typical raise is a three to 5%. They gave me a 7.9% raise. You're looking at me crazy like, why would you push that back? Because I knew my value. And this is this, the importance of understanding your value. I knew what my value was, and I knew that I was being offered something lower than what that was. I know what my value is. I know what I can get, and I'm going to ask for it. I declined it, and I said I would like to, to continue to discuss what my compensation level is. And they agreed to open the door to that. And I followed these steps that I just told you about. Know my value. I knew it. Understood my environment. I had a great relationship with my manager. Keep a record of what you done. Started the conversation, which I was doing at that point. And in that conversation, I presented all of my points. I had three different areas that I brought to the table and I followed up. And that process took me probably a good two and a half months. From those negotiations, I was able to get my raise from 7.9 to a 14% raise. 
because I knew my value. I said, the average worker makes this. And I asked him, do you agree that I am above average? And he said, yes. I said, well, if we agree on this, then this is what I feel like the average worker makes. I should make this much more. And that was my argument. They agreed and I got my raise. And this is the power of knowing what your value is. I want everybody to walk away from this conversation, understanding you are worth more than you think. You've got to be able to bring something to the table. If you don't bring anything to the table, this conversation isn't for you. And I'm not saying that to diss anybody. You got to bring something to the table. It's always going to be push and pull because if you can't validate it, it's not going to go anywhere. Last thing that I want to do is I want to bring something to the table now where I bring to you a stock. I've been in the stock market for quite some time. This is established. <laughs> and this year, I'm actually trying to expand my horizons. I feel like I've mastered what I'm able to do with the options market. And what I want to do now is try to branch out a little bit and start doing, you know, some different aspects as far as investing goes. The stock that I have is called Liquidia. Ticker L Q D A. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know all the ins and outs about this stock or this company because I don't because I'm a chart guy. That's established as well. To me, the chart looks pretty good. I see a technical pattern on there for a potential double bottom. As far as the company goes, Liquidia is in the pharmaceutical business. To me, and somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, they look like they are reinventing how to take your medication. So we're in the phases right now where, you know, you go to the drugstore and, you know, you get a bottle of whatever. This looks like to be a completely different way of giving you medication. And it's interesting, you know, because as future evolves, there are a lot of different applications for things. And I don't think that I've ever thought <laughs> of taking medication a different way. And this seems to be a play on doing that. So check it out. Obviously, you can do your Google search, Liquidia, and you can get all the information you need to see if that's something that could be interesting to you. Let's go ahead and sign off on that. I want everybody to know your value, know your value, know your value. Do not be scared to understand what your value is because you might be shocked on what it could be. So on that note, we're going to sign off and we catch you next month. All right. Peace. Stop. 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 Stop.